0: On last week's episode, the doctor place, thing? The doctor house. What did we call it? The what? doctor hole, the doctor, the doctor area, medical hole,
1: doctor area.
2: It was not hole, he did not say the doctor so. hole. I
3: kind of wish it was a doctor hole.
4: Maybe tell him that we're gonna explore the moon, and maybe they'll be like, Oh, great, take the horses to the moon.
2: Uh, well, I guess this poses a question, DM, that I haven't had to think about before. Do we all share the same? astronomy going to the ocean if you have any
3: questions we said everything in front of Bexley he knows
0: <laughs> he was probably high he's not going to remember
4: it.
3: <laughs> he may have been high we do not know
4: nah, that's just infected right there we've seen that
3: I
2: can't be diseased
1: who says it's a disease I need you to find my goddaughter oh boy So the front attendant of the Explorers Guild will wave you over to follow them to a table to discuss their uh, personal problem that they have for y'all to help them with.
4: I got a personal problem with them that they
1: can help me with. Whoa, whoa. Ease off.
2: Coming hot. Coming in real hot.
1: just want to know their name. <laughs> You're right. I should have introduced myself before. All right. My name is Rolo Flynn. Rolo Flynn. First name Rolo, last name Flynn. By the way, I need your help and I'm having a very difficult time right now. Recently, my best friend Zephora and her husband Ray were murdered in their house. It was them and their two servants. They were killed but we have not found my god Ophelia the guards say that they're looking all over but they haven't found anything in three days
3: how old is Ophelia?
1: she's seven
4: that's an awful young god
3: shut up you how do do we know that Ophelia
2: didn't kill them all? okay seven year olds don't just kill people
4: yeah it's called smiting
2: hold on uh a human, the seven-year-old,
1: half elf.
3: Yeah, no. Sephora
1: was human, and Ray is an elf.
2: Sure. All right. They're dead, so that information. Okay. Uh, I'm very, I'm very sorry for these two chuckle fucks. What are you talking about? They uh, <laughs> are not being very sensitive to your grief.
1: But we are- I don't mind it if you can just find Ophelia. As long as I know that they're okay, everything will be fine. All right. Ophelia the
2: half-elf is seven. Can you give us any sort of more information about- Because I assume that we can't go to the crime scene.
1: Well, I mean, I'm in charge of their- their estate after what had happened and so, I mean, if you would like to go ahead and, and, and inspect the place you're more than willing, under my permission um well, um it, it's, it's it's an odd thing they uh, they didn't find any break-in at all um, they found damage to the front door um, blasted open from the inside but um it was a very grisly scene. They found a body in, in the piano and they found one in the kitchen missing its head. Ray was ripped in half, just lying next to the stairs. They don't know where the other half of his body is.
0: How long ago was this?
1: three days ago is when they they found the bodies
2: three days ago is when they found the bodies when was the last time that they were seen previous to that
1: oh they were seen uh, roughly about five days ago so two days before their bodies were found we had all just um had a wonderful day out in the market and Ray had bought uh, Ophelia uh an, uh, a a bag of holding if you ever so wanted. Ah, oh, shit, I bet it ate him.
0: Again, we'll do our investigation when we get there. Yes, we can go there for sure. There's there's no one who may have uh, disliked them for any reason or anything, anything suspicious about that.
1: I mean, they did have some issues. Ray was in charge of part of the quartermastery in, in at the pier. And so he had some enemies with some unscrupulous types who he did not take payment from for illegal goods. Um, but for the most part, the Valana family was very much well liked here. I mean, they had a very nice townhouse up in the residential district. it hurts a lot after knowing that the family is gone, but I can only just pray that Ophelia is still alive somewhere, and if you could find them, it would at least bring some weight off of my heart.
0: Yeah, we'll find out what happened at the very least. Thank you.
1: I can for sure help charter a ship for you, um, for doing this, uh, I can also offer you, um, and they'll reach into their pockets and they'll pull out a bag of coins and go, I have a hundred gold here and, um, uh, hopefully this this could help. It was in the Lost and Found, maybe it can help you. And, uh, they'll hand you a a ratty, um, spell scroll.
2: What is on the spell scroll?
1: It is a Speak to the Dead.
2: Uh, yes we will take the scroll to be honest I don't think we need your money I don't feel right about that you're already giving us a favor by getting us a ship so we will take this scroll uh, and we will do what we can
1: if if, if you'd like I mean the, this hundred gold could go towards expenses or anything I just want to find my goddaughter
2: We'll take it for expenses, and if we spend it, then we spend it. If we don't, we will return it to you.
1: Thank you. Um, is there anything else you need from
0: me? We might come back with more questions, but I think we have enough to take a first preliminary check.
1: Thank you. Thank you ever so much. And they'll bid you adieu and head back to their, their post. You can watch as them try to put on a, um, a, a false happy face now for work being ready to greet other explorers
3: okay so we can't completely rule out that Ophelia did it because it did come from inside the house
0: we can't we don't know much about Ophelia but we should probably keep our options open at this point we don't we don't know anything
2: what if she's a creature she could be turned into something split up
0: or what if she's hiding somewhere we don't we don't know
2: Sure. What if she's still in the house?
0: Yeah, we don't know how well they checked.
2: That's true. We don't know how competent the guards are here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're guards, so or How inherently. much they cared.
4: Did the math check out on how many bodies they said were in the house?
2: Two parents, but, two servants.
4: Ah, uh, servants.
3: We just did not hear how mm, Zeldor died. Mm-hmm. Whatever the Z name was.
2: Well, let's head over that way. I feel bad asking this woman. Maybe we can question a guard if they're still there. That sort of thing.
1: Okay. You'll head out to the residential district. See a lot of very cookie cutter sand brick houses. And as you go further and further in um, to the address that Rolo had given you, you'll notice that the houses start to get nicer and nicer. And you're in a pretty fairly, like, upper middle class point Um, of a a two-story townhouse that has a a small backyard and a a, a tiny, you know, garden front. And you'll realize this is the address.
2: Wow, green space.
0: This is definitely like one of the daylight episodes where they'd be like, nothing ever like that happens here. It's always such a nice and peaceful area.
2: Everyone sleeps
0: with their doors unlocked. We're all white. (laughs) (laughs) God, Humans.
2: We're all humans.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: Does it it look like it's being guarded or anyone is around this area?
1: Um, There's a few people that are here. Um, There looks like to be a guard or two. It looks more of like funeral. I can't remember what it was called Um, back in the Victorian days when they used to have people propped up and put in like the parlor.
3: Not like a wake or anything?
1: Uh, is it is that what it would be called awake? Like the bodies are there.
3: The des the decimated bodies are there.
1: The mortuary here is very very good at being able to make the bodies look very presentable. There's only two bodies that are be able to be present. One is Zephora. The other is of um, a large portly gentleman. Kind of looks like a mix between Mark Ruffalo and Chris Farley. Oh specific
0: Okay, I can can see it though, thank you
1: there are two other coffins, um, but they are closed and uh, pictures uh, have been illustrated of the two individuals one is of Zephora's husband Ray and the other is of the servant Jesse
0: we don't know if we have any permission to actually enter this place other than Rolo's word
2: well, Rolo is in charge of the estate
0: but, well, I can probably get us in. But, you know, we don't have any official signature or, or paperwork or anything. We just... We're just being honest. Fair enough. Does it, does it look like anyone... Uh, we, don't, we don't want to talk to anyone while they're grieving. We, we can go and we can go investigate.
2: Yeah, does it, look like, does it look like there's someone of authority, though? Someone who isn't grieving, someone who's just, you know... Guarding...
1: Uh, Yeah, I would say that there is one individual who doesn't look like they're grieving. They definitely look like they're looking over everybody on the place. Um, Give me a perception.
2: 19. Mm. These are the dice. This is killing (laughs) it.
1: You can tell Haven by their stature and partially uh, from what they're wearing looks like to be that of like an undercover guard. Or somebody who could potentially be a captain. You can always
2: tell by the shoes. (laughs) He's wearing the wrong shoes. A regular person doesn't wear a shoe like that. Anyway. Brash.
0: Over there. Okay. I'm going to go over to that person. Long day, huh?
1: Yeah. It's been a pretty difficult day.
0: Oh, it's... This is pretty unique circumstances. Hmm.
1: Yes, it's very sad what has happened to this family. Did you know them at all? I knew Ray. We had uh, discussed several things of, um, let's say, uh, work-related. Did you like him? Mm. I would say that Ray was uh, a decent enough fellow. He um, seemed a little, uh, what's the word? Waspish for my tastes, but
0: I understand that we are here actually officially on business. Uh, we have someone asking us to help find out what happened. I heard this is completely unexplained
1: oh no we 've been able to explain it we 've we 've figured it out oh, are you able to tell me i 'm sorry that is a uh, it is it is a uh, guard issue at this particular time, and i don 't want to. Uh, jeopardize the investigation but let's just say things are in hand at this time. Great, great. So you don't mind if we go in and look
0: around a little bit? We you know, we just got to make sure that we are keeping... We, we have our own satisfactory answer for this person. Want to make sure that we are closing all the doors, so to speak?
1: Well, I would actually be very unhappy with that um, our investigation is still ongoing I can't need you going around and disturbing things uh, Yeah, I, whose authority do you have in order to do this do you know someone named Rolo? and you'll see his face just drop oh, Rolo I told them that I would handle this and they still don't trust me I'm doing my best I will find Ophelia, Okay, there's no need for you to be here. I can handle this. And as he's talking, I
0: I cast Gift of Gab to rewrite what I said, so he doesn't know that I mentioned Rolo. And I, and instead, he thinks that I just said, "Thank you. Have a good day.
1: Have a nice day."
2: I, <laughs> I am uh, going to use my feature from my background. Position of privilege. Thanks to your noble birth, people are inclined to think the best of you. You are welcome in high society. People assume you have the right to be wherever you are. So I'm kind of, kind of I'm going to sort of just um, mingle with the richer folk here.
1: Oh yes, hmm. nice to meet you. Oh, love your armor. Very very chic.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, may I ask? Sorry, I'm relatively new to the area. Sort of scouting out business um, can, can you tell me anything about this family it's very very tragic especially in an area oh. like this I can't imagine that things happen like that here
1: oh for sure I would love to tell you about the family um, your name though Haven Oh, nice to meet you I'm Count Valentinus Count Valentinus mm, yes pleasure to meet you <laughs> pleasure to meet you Well, the Valhana family was uh, very well liked. Ray was able to constantly be able to get many, many of those taxes in to help keep Porturif in very nice order. So far as I know, they've always been a very good family. You know, between you and me, I think Ray possibly might have gotten in trouble with a couple of more undesirable types.
2: Well, I mean, naturally, what else would have happened to him? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, you should have just taken the payoff and let them go about that. I mean, their legal activities are not our worries. They're the guards. Let them handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. So Ray was the auditor. Oh yes. As part of the quartermaster. Of
2: course. Of course. Yes. And he refused to take bribes.
1: <laughs> yes. He was very much against that. Uh, uh, foolish fellow. <laughs> sure.
2: Sure. Well, why in the world would they kill the help?
4: Oh, wh-
1: what's the point of any of that? Seems like a waste of good servants. Oh, who knows? Obviously, they're sick individuals that just wanted to cause as much destruction and mayhem. You know, you know what happens when sometimes people have a little bit too much of uh, sinning. They tend to go crazy, lost, almost infected by those those demon sins that they imbibe themselves with. <laughs> They have no self-control. Right.
2: Thank you so much, Count. It has been such a delight to talk to you. I'm going to go uh, rub a few more elbows, if you don't mind.
1: Yes, quite. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I I like look over to like Gideon Shelley, and I'm just like, fuck this guy, forget about him, ignore this guy. That's useless, useless, keep moving. Because I assume that the two of you are, you know, way hob, in the back. Hobnobbing somewhere. Oh. with
4: I don't know. <laughs> no. They're just talking to each other. I want to get a closer look at those bodies.
3: I Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. To Let look me at
4: see the those bodies.
0: bodies. Are we returning to our. Uh, okay, you're, you're going to the bodies. Okay.
3: Yeah, we're going to look at the bodies.
4: Yeah, good, 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 going. Just kidding, the dead bodies. I'm not horny for the dead What body.
3: is wrong with you, Shelley? <laughs>
4: I'm going to go see what bit off the body parts of these things.
1: Shelly and Giddy, you uh, both go into the viewing parlor where the bodies are at. Um, you are actually all by yourself at this time. Everyone else is in another part hobnobbing around. So you're all alone with the, the bodies in there. Is
4: It's a separate room? Yes. Are we able to like
1: nonchalantly... Close the Investigate doors the bodies. Or that too. Um go um, ahead, just give me a... G- give me a couple, each of you is stealth. Seventeen.
3: Natural one.
4: Great. <laughs> Giddy walks in and is like, wow, cool bodies. Coffin <laughs> falls over. <laughs> yeah, coffin, coffin <laughs> flop.
0: Body falls out of
1: the coffin. We love it. Um for the most part, most people are not really paying attention. Some may give a quick glance over to Giddy uh, because it's unusual to see a satyr around here. Huh. Um, uh, nobody is stopping you or taking uh, an active interest. Okay.
3: Shelly, I did not expect it to be so smelly in here.
4: They're dead, they're Dead bodies, they start to stink after a few days.
3: Well, I thought that maybe they had put a poultice on it, but
4: but there's also not. salt water in the air. This shit's going rank real fast.
3: <laughs> Isn't salt water a preservative? I don't know. I also don't know. I no, I do know. It is a preservative.
4: Oh, I'm a freshwater turtle, so,
1: um, Shelly, you did roll pretty high enough that if you would like to take a investigation where no one can see you. You're yeah. the more than welcome to since right. more people are interested in giddy. Okay. Yeah, let me get a closer look. Roll me investigation. Meow. Or medical. Oh.
4: Well, it was natural one, so
1: it's bad.
2: Things are going great. <laughs>
1: like I said, the mortuary here is fucking fantastic. <laughs> like, you can't even tell <laughs> what happened. Pristine.
4: I don't know what's going on with these. They're just bodies. <laughs> there's, just, there's just bodies in here.
3: I know that people are looking at me, but can I look at the bodies? Sure. I'm not gonna do anything weird. I'm just gonna look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> real cool. Now we really don't think you will. We're <laughs> not rolling that one.
3: It was on the net twenty, and then it rolled a oh. little bit. Um, investigation a nine.
1: Um. You can notice, Giddy, that on the large portly fellow, the um, collar is very high. And if you look really, really close, it looks as if the neck has been sewn back on. Oi. I think this one got its head pulled off.
4: Pulled off?
3: Or chopped. I don't know.
4: Well, that's what, that's what Rolo it could said. Be a
3: demon. It, it, it could be a demon seven-year-old, and we don't know.
4: Rolo said that there was one without a head, one ripped in half, one crammed in the piano, and one left in the kitchen.
3: All right, and that means that this one was the one with its head pulled off.
4: Yeah. Probably. I mean, they said they they said that seven year old little half elf girl had god powers, so it could be. I don't want to put nothing past.
3: No, a god a god child is a a gift from the gods. What? Yeah. That's like, like you have, like you have two. Like parents. it was
4: born, but nobody had sex to make it.
3: No, no, no. Like two parents, and then the gods are also like, here's another parent.
4: <laughs> it's weird in the Feywild. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> but that's a godchild. This is it's, a, it's a, another parent.
4: I don't get it. Like a thruple situation.
3: But it, they don't have to have a, a romantic relationship to...
4: So Co-parent. A business transaction?
3: It's called co-parenting. Okay. It takes a village.
1: Uh, I don't know what that means.
3: Anyway, this one got its head ripped off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> About that time, both Brash and Haven have made their way over to you all as you hear Kitty saying.
0: <laughs> so you didn't discover anything I'm taking.
1: That one got
4: its head pulled off, I'm guessing.
3: This one got this head ripped off. Thank you. This one is in the Narn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're just presenting. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, we need to steer steer clear of the guards and don't mention Rolo's name. We are not with them.
4: Like in all times. Okay.
0: This
2: guy was a tax man. This... All of this? Taxes. And apparently he was too good to take bribes,
0: which is absurd because he Mm. does taxes. We don't know the tax rate here. It could be very high for the upper 1%.
4: Their houses are made of mud. Sorry? Their houses Houses are are made made of of mud.
3: Clay and sand
4: and mud. But this is very good. And a high tax rate? That doesn't make sense to me.
0: Okay, well, if we want to Investigate anything else. We have to be very careful about where we go because I'm, I'm pretty sure they know where we are investigating.
2: Well, what if we just like sneak off? I think I can walk back there.
0: Okay, go ahead. Okay, I will. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, you know, I'm going to make sure my shield is nice up on my back. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my blade over from being across my back to my sheath on my side. Uh, I'm gonna do the classic sort of resting my wrist on my blade on the hilt on the top of my blade so I can you know move it around uh, as I'm as I'm walking keeping it away from people. Um, and I'm just gonna sort of walk into a different part of
1: the house. Sure, give me a charisma
2: roll. Um, just flat charisma. this is a persuasion. Is this a... Nope, charisma. All right. Uh, well, then it's just... This do? is a
1: confidence check.
2: <laughs> Fifteen.
1: <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. Yes, I'm going to add in with your background that you present this aura of authority to just walk past the, the parlor and the living room area leading in towards the kitchen, dining room area. And as you're walking towards the kitchen area you pass by these set of stairs that go up, and you can notice that along the ground, there looks to be a um, line of spilled, dried blood. Hmm. And if you take a closer look, you can also notice that it looks like the blood is uh, like, spurted out towards the, the entrance to the stairs. Jesus Christ. What?
2: It's brutal. Okay. Now, the question is, how do I get you how do i get the rest of my party in here and the guards theoretically out man i wish i had more spells than what i have
0: (laughs) we're so small
2: well it's not in it's just i'm a paladin i I was used to be a utility so i could just do shit i got really i got like you know fight stuff
4: hmm
1: how many how many guards are there just that one guy uh, yeah, there's a guard outside, and then there's just the detective in the parlor. There's the detective. Oh, in the parlor. That was the one where we I talked that, to. That was the one that you talked to.
4: Yeah.
2: And then there's a the guard outside.
0: Oh, great. Oh. So we can just be careful and and watch watch who's watching us, and and go for it.
2: Well, I can't communicate to you at all, so good luck. Godspeed out there. I, yeah, you just watch me waltz the fuck in.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if we have that same ability, but
3: see that looks super easy. Like, what if we? Like, what if I? I, what? What? Uh, watch me do it.
4: Okay. Every, okay.
1: Everyone's looking at you, but whatever.
3: <laughs> That's a thirteen.
1: Yeah, you just walk on past. Some people see you, but they don't say anything. I strut
3: a lot. I strut. <laughs> I kind of do a hair pass when I walk into Haven. Getty, look! Look at this blood. That is blood. Sure is. Why is it look? Why is it like? Ow. Yeah, I don't know. Where? Or, or Brash and Shelly come What's What's going on? Well, oh, I told them just to walk over, but I don't know that they're listening to me.
2: Yeah, no, it's very, very simple. You just walk. You look like you know where you're going.
0: All right, Shelly,
4: you got this. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, hang on Brash, watch this. I'm. Can I do like a. Insurance? Can I just like do mind sliver on that detective? <laughs> I like. I just want. I don't want to like hurt him. I just want to give him like a migraine.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can, but to be honest, if you start casting a spell, unless you got something to sit do like quiet spell, they might notice. Mm, oh,
4: I can do. I can do something. Hang on, or wait. Let me double check. Uh huh. Meta magic subtle spell. Let me use a little spell point, and it's only. A vocal component, so I can do sorcery points, so I can cast it without doing shit. All right, go ahead. Boom, mind sliver, detective migraine. Go home.
1: Alright.
3: <laughs> yeah, detective migraine. <my>
1: <laughs> you cast mind Slipper and you can watch as the detective starts to get very confused, and he reaches up to his head, and you can watch him start to stumble towards the door and head out to the front to try to get some fresh air. Yeah, I'm walking then.
4: I'll go. Roll me a charisma. Oh boy. Is it a save or a check? Check. Six.
3: What? <laughs> Aren't you a charisma caster? Yes, literally.
4: Well, I only plus two.
3: So you rolled a four?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so- that's why I wanted to save. <laughs> you start following giddy, uh, but your shell kind of knocks against the wall, so some people watch you.
4: How did I know? How did I know you were going to do that? I was like, he's going to say my shell knocks some shit over or something. You're big. Yeah. A lot of shell. Who put that wall there? Brash?
0: Yeah, no problem. I'll just do a little flourish on my cape, and let's go. That's a two, but that makes it 17 for me.
3: <laughs> what the bu- Hold on. Could you math
4: that for Ow. me? How?
0: When I make a charisma check, uh, I can treat a d20 roll of 9 or lower as a 10. Uh.
1: And I have a plus 7. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fucking bards. In fact, you doing that causes everyone to forget what happened with Shelly. And you can actually hear some of them mutter, just like, wow, that was really cool. I, I, that was really interesting. I'm that's someone I really want to talk to.
0: Oh, no, I've become too
1: cool. <laughs> what a cape. Um, so, yes, you were all around the... Um, stairway and the kitchen area there's also the back door um, the back door looks to be fine doesn't look like anybody broke in that way or someone tried breaking out in the kitchen you can find dried blood on the counter It looks like it's in some like next to a drawer we open that drawer alright open the drawer mm. inside you find a bunch of knives mm. are
3: they bloody knives
1: yes all of them are covered in blood if there's anyone
0: in there, I'm going to kind of talk with them while also keeping an eye out for anyone who might be suspicious of us uh, coming our way. There's no one back there. You're all alone. Okay. Great. Then I'm just going to keep an eye out.
2: So when you say there's blood on the knives, blood as in they've been they've used to be stabbed did it, or that or, like some blood, blood
1: fell into the, the drawer. The, yeah. Like blood fell into the drawer.
2: Was okay. the drawer open, or did it like seep through the counter? Well, check the other drawers. See if they seep through there. An
1: investigation check. Yeah.
2: Nine. <laughs> I, I did I did well. We're good. Uh, Twenty-two.
1: Uh, giddy, maybe. You could be that. Haven, you notice from your sword techniques and the way that you've handled your enemies, uh, the blood splatter looks like as if it came from underneath, not dripping down. Came from underneath? What does that mean?
2: Ugh. I don't like. I don't like the implications of that. Also, how do you guys know how long like awake? I don't know what the sort of like situation for this. Is, because I would really like to you speak. With, uh, we have the scroll, and I feel like we should talk to one of these fucking people.
0: You think we should wait it out? All right. Because I don't know
2: where else we're gonna find the dead bodies to talk to. But I don't. But also, there's no good way to do that with everyone around here crying over the dead people. You know what I mean?
1: Give me an Arcana check.
2: Uh, Arcana. Dirty 20.
1: Hey, it sparks into your brain that if you use speak with the dead in the same area of where people have died, that you can still speak with their ghostly appearance. It doesn't necessarily need to be exactly with the body.
2: Okay. So I can talk to the spirit and not to the body. Okay. Um, well, never fucking mind then. Uh, what a, okay. Remind me again where, so there was one in the kitchen but that was the servant, we think. Mm-hmm. There was one by the stairs. That was one of the... That was Ray. Ray. Ripped in half,
1: Ray.
0: And then the piano was the... Other servant. Other servant.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. I think... And then there was one more in Ophelia's room. Right. Um. Okay.
2: Yeah, well, I guess the stairs is the place that we... Oh, well or do we want to ask the one that was in Ophelia's room because might have a better Ophelia. idea
0: of where Zeph- Ophelia's Zeph- gone Zephora?
2: yeah yeah, okay let's um, let's go upstairs then right that's where Ophelia's room is alright okay yeah unless you guys want to keep looking around no that's weird blood weird
3: Why? also why they have not cleaned why they are having the wake in the house where the crime scene was
2: it does seem a little fucked up
3: Like, there's a lot of people in that other room, and in this room, there's a lot of blood.
4: I mean, it sounds like they're making quick work on the uh, will and testament, if randos or godparents are being... I don't know what Mm -hmm. godparents even Mm -hmm. are, but they're being notified.
2: What do you you mean, you don't know what godparents are?
4: Uh, Giddy said it's like when a a god makes another parent come into the mix, and they help with stuff um divine no, intervention that's ridiculous sort
2: of... the god the godparent is the one who baptizes the child
4: well, what is that
2: does what they 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 give they are the they're the person that like teaches god to the child the no. god's they teach the god you guys don't have this i don't know no it's like a it's like
3: another... It's like co thing, but like the village. But the god's gift. The god's say.
4: No, you're no, no, The baby I mean, is not a god, correct?
3: Correct. The baby is not okay. a god. No.
1: I don't know if I need to know anything else about them.
3: Okay. I mean, we don't know about Ophelia.
1: As you have a discussion going up the stairs, you head down the hallway into Ophelia's room. Inside the room, you can find the room completely disheveled. Toys are spilled around everywhere. The bed is completely unmade. Um, there's a large blood s- stain on the ground. There's a pink bag of holding next to the wall with a crudely drawn uh, unicorn on it. And like, like yeah, like I said, everything else is pretty much you know what you would expect a child's room to be. Doll house on the corner, with plenty of dolls. There's a toy train. Just sitting in front of the closet. I'm gonna stab the bag of holding.
2: What? Hang on. Wait. Why? Have Giddy turn it inside out first. Hmm. Here I go. I pick up the crudely drawn unicorn.
3: The,
0: the bedazzled of bag of holding.
3: <laughs> Damn, you guys remember bedazzlers?
1: <laughs> I think they're still around. Right. I pick
3: up the bedazzled bag of holding and I, I punch it inside out.
1: <laughs> okay and out falls uh, a couple of dolls um, some school books pencils
4: what do these dolls look like hmm.
1: what is it like a, a, a there's a masculine one and a feminine one
4: what are they made of What is? Yeah, what are they uh, they're made
1: of cloth and straw
4: um,
1: like a raggedy
2: Ann and Andy situation or like more like a punch and Judy sort of situation <laughs> uh, raggedy Ann
1: and Andy okay, okay. <laughs> Imagine fantasy raggedy and and. Right. There perfect. Go.
2: They got pointed ears, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess I'll start doing this. It's going to take me a minute, I think.
0: We should hold on to this bag of holding. It's it's I think it fits us pretty well.
2: Pink is not my color.
0: You don't have to hold it. It's it definitely evidence.
3: mine. I hold it up to the pink flowers in my beard. Oh,
0: that looks great. Well, and there you, you go. got a unicorn on there so you can kind of decorate around it. It's, it's a great start. I don't think we can't just
4: be keeping these people's shit. There's evidence.
3: It's a it's a bag of holding. Do you think that Ophelia is going to come back for it? They well, said the bag
4: of holding came in the house. Everybody got all maimed. Well, and we
3: definitely know that Ophelia is not in the bag of holding.
4: Mm.
0: We'll save it for Ophelia.
3: I will hold on to it,
2: and I might use it till Ophelia gets here. Alright, but just like, you know, be subtle around people, because they'll probably go, hey, that kind of looks like Ophelia's bag." Yeah, maybe so,
0: not around here.
2: Maybe not around here. You know, maybe not in the house. Sort of thing. Okay, I stuff it in my shirt. Great. Alright, so, so I'm gonna kneel. I'm gonna take my shield off. I'm gonna lay it down so it is facing me, and I'm gonna kneel on top of it. I'm gonna take out the spell scroll. And uh, start start ritually trying to cast this damn spell. I guess.
1: Okay, you go to ritually cast a spell, and you can start to feel the effects of the spell um, starting to work. Uh, everyone, you can see that there is an ethereal light that seems to be radiating radiating out from the spell, and kind of like making the air more thick. It starts to feel staticky, and charged with energy. And you can just hear a deep voice go, Once the spell goes off, everything will start to get really fuzzy and start to fade into a hazy gray or just Just become super unsettling, kind of like you've been staring at television snow for like 30 minutes straight, until eventually the haze and static will begin to dissolve. And inside the room that you're standing in, you can see two parents, Zephora and her husband Rivero, aka Ray, putting their daughter Ophelia down for bed. Ophelia is sitting in her bed clutching on to her new bag of holding that her dad just bought her. And she's hugging it ever so tight. Her new pink bag of holding with a sketchy unicorn drawn on.
5: All right, remember dear, this is a very big responsibility, okay? We're trusting you to make sure that you are keeping track of all of your things. We're trying to make sure that you understand that this is not a cheap gift. So make sure that you take good care of it, okay? Thank you, Mommy and Daddy. I love my new bag of holding. It's pink, and I like the unicorn a lot.
3: (laughs) Good girl.
6: Anything for my little firefly?
5: (sighs) I'm tired. Sleep up, okay? you have sweet
1: dreams. Yeah. And she will lay her head down and fall asleep. A little while later, as time begins to pass through, you begin to shift through the house. And eventually you find yourself in the hallway leading to Ophelia's bedroom and the Valhanna's bedroom. And you can start to hear the sound of screaming and banging coming from Ophelia's room.
7: Master Ray, what is that noise?
6: I don't know, but it can't be anything good. Let's go. Okay. We'll run up to uh, uh, where we hear the sounds.
1: You will then watch as Ray, Sephora, and one of their servants, Jesse, has now joined them to go and run up to Ophelia's room, and the door is just pounding, and you can hear Ophelia screaming to be let out and that she is scared. <laughs>
7: I can't open the door. Master Ray, please help me. I'm
6: just
1: going to start shoulder-charging the door. All right, roll for it. That is a 12. Ray, you are able to shoulder-charge that door, and you're able to see it buckle the first time when you hit it. And you can see that there is an ethereal light coming from somewhere inside the room. None of the lamps were on because you doused them when you had left but you can see the slide is coming through and you can see your daughter's fingers trying to pry around the crack in the door. Her still screaming, please, please help me, help me. You go in and you hit it again. And as soon as you burst in, you can see that the bag of holding that you had just bought your daughter is laying upon the ground. And this creature is just pouring out of the bag. It's six feet tall, and you can't even see its legs yet. It's just body and arms within a mass tangle of stringy, gnarly hair around their face. And between those strands of hair that are all so tightly bound together, you can see two shining bulbous eyes with no irises staring at you like a reverse shark's eyes and you can see as this creature is reaching out with its massively large hand almost the size of your child's bed reach out and try to grasp at your daughter
5: um can I grab her like can we get to her yet? sure yeah okay I want to just grab Ophelia and just start running like pick her up and start running
1: yeah roll for that
5: Nineteen. Oh,
1: that's really good. Nice. <laughs> Mama bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sephora, you rush in. You grab Ophelia in your arms and go rushing out. As soon as you do, you can just feel the wind blowing past you of the hand coming down and stabbing into the wood. And you don't even care, even though the sound horrifies you with the sound of scraping and the wood being torn up just from its nails. As both Ray and Jesse, you see Zephora taking off down the hall and heading for the stairs to get out of the house.
7: Master Ray, we must leave quickly.
6: I'll turn to run with everyone, but I will make a conscious choice to be the furthest back.
1: Okay, we'll do. So you all are able to run down the hallway. You start running down the stairs. You can hear the noises upstairs starting to get quieter and quieter as you run down. As you start heading for the back door, you find that it's locked.
5: Ray, walk down the door!
6: As you wish, and I will try and shoulder charge the door again.
1: Roll for it. Uh, And that is a 17. Nice. You shoulder charge that door. As soon as you do, you bust through it. And when you crack through that door, it swings up wide into the dark backyard that you have.
5: I just run outside, and I start, like, screaming for help if anybody's around.
1: Okay. I
6: run outside as well. Yep. I'm going to go outside and look for… I'm going to be looking for any kind of garden implement to use as a, like, makeshift weapon.
1: That sounds like a really smart move. You run out the door, heading outside, and as soon as you do, you find yourself running back inside the door you just ran through. What? and the door shakes and slams shut
7: Master Ray what's going on
6: I'm I'm not sure that there, it, it there must be some magic afoot uh, the armory the armory Of course if of we course. can if we can get there it's and have something at least to defend ourselves
1: meantime as this is all going on you can start to hear the sound of footsteps coming from the kitchen area. And you can see this large, portly man who kind of looks like a mix between Mark Ruffalo and Chris Farley, who's walking out with a plate with a pretty comically large sized sandwich. And he goes, hey, what's all the trouble? What's going on?
5: Johan, grab a knife, we're going to the armory. Something's trying to kidnap Ophelia.
1: Put down that sandwich too.
7: You're glutton enough.
1: All right, Jesse. You can calm down, all right? Like We don't have time! All right, all right, all right, madam. I'll go and I'll get a knife, and you'll see Johan go back into the kitchen, and they'll go to grab a knife from one of the drawers. Once you see the drawer opens up, out from the drawer... That same creepy, scary arm of the bagman will come shooting up and grab Johan by the head and watch as he gets starts to get dragged inside the drawer.
7: I run to grab Johan and try to pull him away. Pull him out of the grasp of the Bagman.
1: Anyone else would like to help, or just Jesse? I am absolutely helping as well.
5: I'm not I'm running down to the armory with my daughter.
1: Alright. Go ahead, Jesse, roll to see if you can save him. I got a nine. With the help of Ray, you're able to each grab a shoulder of Johan and just pull him out from the drawer. And as soon as you you hear the sound of a sickening snap, and you both fall back with Johan and you find that his head is now missing.
2: Oh my God.
1: And out from the drawer... The head will get spat out, slam against the wall, roll across the floor, and just lightly smack into the sandwich that had just fallen onto the ground.
7: Ruined a perfectly good sandwich, no!
1: Ruined a perfectly good Johan?
7: Yes, yes, that as that well. Let's leave. I don't no want time to, to dwell quickly. Anymore.
1: <laughs> you go running towards the armory. The armory door is, of course, locked. Who has the key? I have the key, of course. I hold all the keys, Master Ray. I shall
7: look for it. You you don't have to tell me, just do it. I'm going to tell you verbally that I'm going to look for it, and I'm going to roll to see if I can find it. I have a 12. I got a 12. You find it. Uh, I I try my best, and I fumble to get it into the lock, but I unlock the door and push us through as quickly as I can.
6: In the time that, that Jesse's looking... I'm holding on to Zephora and Ophelia. Everything's going to be all right. I'm going to keep us safe. Do not worry. I trust you. I love you.
7: Quickly, the door is open. Come, come, come.
1: You open up the door and you go into the armory. The armory is actually the basement of this townhouse that you live in. It's kind of like the hobby area for Ray. You know, he likes to collect a lot of, you know, weapons, especially ones that are very weird, and try to make his own. Maybe he'll be able to patent something one day. But inside there, all you can find is just a bunch of weapons that are locked in cases, as well as several barrels and a couple of chests and so forth. Jesse, the keys. Uh, Here you go, Master, please. And I
6: quickly go, and I'm going to try and unlock the case that has my
1: least treasured swords (laughs) okay, sure you can go and do that Yeah. Ophelia is kicking and screaming this whole time she's been just non-stop crying Sephora, make me a perception check twelve? as you hold on to your daughter for dear life you can start to hear the sound of something rumbling behind you
5: um, I quickly jump out of the way.
1: You quickly jump out of the way. You jump back, and you can see that one of the barrels is starting to rumble. And then you can see also that one of the chests is beginning to rumble as well. And in fact, anything that is not locked down that could be a storage space begins to rumble. Almost as if there was an earthquake, but you don't feel it shaking underneath your feet.
5: Is the armory door still open?
1: It is still open.
5: Okay, I'm just going to grab something that looks like a gun. We have to get out of here right now, and I run with Ophelia out of the armory.
1: You're able to run out the armory. Ray, you're able to open up your case that has your least expensive swords, uh, and you're able to grab them. Hey, if we're going to survive this, I'm not messing up my collectibles, all right?
6: Understandable. I get you. Also, those ones probably aren't sharp.
7: I grab whatever I can, whatever I find. I don't look at what I grab, and I run up through the armory door.
1: All right, roll me, roll me the d20. Ooh, 17. <gasps> oh, you actually grab a very expensive sword that Ray had just bought. This is like $1,000. It's a replica of a, one of the Fairy King swords. It's a replica, so it's not the official one, but it's made almost exactly to the T with all the gold and all the jewels and just perfectly well done.
7: I hope I, the likes the taste of my Fairy King replica sword.
6: I, on the other hand, uh, regret having Jesse here to help me and grab one of my regular long swords that I use to just trying to practice swordplay rather than look at my collectibles. Just a sturdy, reliable sword.
1: Okay, Jesse and Ray, make me perception checks. Jesus. 19. Oh, my God. That's real 20. Oh, my, God. God. 20.
5: Oh my God. This is not right. Guys, we're really good as citizens. <laughs>
1: well,
6: we're the world's most competent regular people.
1: <laughs> Jesse and Ray, as you grab your weapons and start to head out the door, you see out of the chests and barrels, eyes are all watching you. <gasps> and you can start to see what looks like fingers are crawling out of them.
7: Master, we have to leave now.
1: Absolutely. And we'll run back to uh, Zephora and Ophelia. You run back. You find them in the parlor area, which is not more than a stone's way from the front door. Inside the parlor area, you find a piano, several couches, a fireplace, and a large, like, that curved kind of style of windows where there's like several that you could sit in with a little reading nook so it's like semi-cozy so you could read at the same time while looking outside and people watch I huddle next to Ophelia and Zephora and stand
7: guard in front of them
6: I will, uh, if if the fireplace is not already lit I'm going to light a fire Okay, you go to light a fire
5: Jesse, put something on top of the piano something heavy
7: uh, I jump onto the
1: piano. Don't, don't. All right.
5: You're not that heavy. You're not your pun Oh,
7: you're right.
1: <laughs> as soon as you jump onto the piano, things go eerily quiet. And Ray, as you begin to set the fire, you can start to notice that soot from inside starts to rain down. Son of a bitch. And
6: I'm gonna just continue to light the fire. Just. Getting urgent with the the Flint and Steel.
1: As you go to light the fire, more soot is coming down. Give me a, a roll to see what happens. Oh, that's a ten. That's a ten. That's a ten. That's a ten. You're able to light the fire, and as soon as you light the fire, the soot stops dropping down. And I'm going to. And then suddenly, you can start to hear the piano go off.
7: I'm squinting my eyes, and I turn as slow as I possibly can and open them up.
1: Who's there? There's nobody there. (sighs) But you can hear the sound of the piano going off, but it's muffled. And as you're paying attention to it, it actually doesn't sound like the hammers are striking the strings. Now you start to realize that it sounds actually more like somebody's plucking the strings.
7: Oh, dear God. I try to quickly jump off the piano. No! Okay, roll me 20.
1: Okay, six. All right, Jesse. You immediately jump off the piano, and as soon as you do, everybody you can watch, it's almost like slow motion at this point, and as soon as Jesse jumps off and they're in the air the piano lid opens up as if it was like a frog and you can see the bagman's arm reach out, snatch Jesse from the air and pull him <gasps> into the piano and the piano lid starts snapping up and down, up and down as if you're Oh, your mouth.
7: <laughs>
1: and you can just watch as blood begins to pour out of the lid and the bottom of the piano onto the ground.
5: Just screaming I hold Ophelia tighter and I try to run out the front door
1: okay roll me a d20 14 you run for the front door with Ophelia in your arms you're desperately trying to protect your daughter and as soon as you go running for that door it just opens up wide like a mouth and you stop in your tracks trying not to run into this now mouth that just appeared from your door as if it was like a mimic um Roll me another d20. Okay.
5: Can I try to shoot it also with that gun that I have?
1: Yes, you can try to shoot it with the flintlock. All right. Natural 20. Nice. You immediately spin away from the door and set Ophelia down while putting both hands on the flintlock that you just took from your husband's armory and you shoot the mouth with the gun and it explodes the door. Uh, The visage of it... Goes away and the door is now wide open, but as soon as you do that, Ophelia has now dashed away from you, back towards the stairs, going leading up to the room.
5: Ray, grab her! And I run after her.
6: I was gonna say that I followed. I followed behind with the with the sword out, uh, still with eyes on the piano. But yeah, as soon as Ophelia bolts, I would try to scoop her up.
1: Okay, you both go dashing after your daughter. Your daughter has now made it back into the kitchen area and is starting to run up the stairs past the body of Johan and is heading back up there. As you're going by, both of you make me a d20 roll. Fifteen. Nine. As you're heading up there, what none of you knew and no one ever told you was is that underneath the stairs is a closet for the servants for a lot of the cleaning gear. And as soon as you go heading up those stairs, Ray, you're of course behind because you're wanting to protect your family. That door opens up and your leg gets caught as the hand of the bagman has now grabbed you by the leg and is now starting to drag you in.
5: I try to grab Ray.
1: You
6: you grab Ray. You're able to hold on to him. I'm going to try and slice that hand with the the sword that I've got. All right. Make me a roll. Come on, D20.
1: Zephora, also make me a roll. Yeah. Okay. That is a 13. Seven. Ray, you are able to stab into the hand, and you can hear the creature squeal in pain. He drops your leg. In doing that, Zephora, you shriek with joy and accidentally lose your grip with Ray, and Ray, you drop to the ground. And as you're on the ground, Ray, you can look up, seeing your wife, you know, not to be for the last time, as arm reaches back out again and tries to pull you in you go and you grab the door holding onto it for dear life and Zephora as you watch you can see that your husband gets split down the middle ripped in half as the door closes on him and you just have the left side of Ray on the ground trembling only a few shocks of his electrical system going off left as now there's a pool of blood
5: I start screaming and crying, just like unable to like process it. And then kind of like the mom instincts kick in a little bit. And I just go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I love you so much, I'm so sorry. And I run after my daughter.
1: You run upstairs, you can hear the sound of your daughter screaming again. They ran back into their room and inside you can see that their closet has now opened up wide and now there's 10 15 20 of these arms of the bagman that have reached out and are reaching grabbing all over ophelia is trying to dodge out of the way as they hold on to their bag of holding and trying to scream at it go away go away but nothing is working
5: let go of my daughter you bitch and i start shooting the bag No, not the bag, no. My daughter's holding the bag. I thought the thing was holding the bag. I started just, like, shooting at the arms.
1: Yeah, that's much better, I think. Go ahead, roll for it.
5: Fuck, another seven.
1: You start shooting at the arms. You're able to get one shot off, and then you realize, oh no, this gun is only two shots, and you have to reload. What
5: the fuck, Ray?
1: And as you go to reload, suddenly everything just goes static in your mind as you can just feel this pressure on the inside of your stomach and you look down and you can see one of the hands has now impaled you and rips out your insides like a bunch of party favors spilling upon the ground and your daughter drops the bag and screams
7: oh, no. No, 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 as you can no, see the arms
1: now grab them and start pulling them in And everything starts to get more hazy and dark, starts to go static, and you can watch now as Ophelia is pulled into the closet, and right as you are about to have your last points of life, you can watch as a little toy train is left in the spot where you last saw Ophelia. Ophelia